This is On The Grid, powered by theracetalk.com on mypodcasthouse.com. G'day everyone and welcome to our Bathurst special here on The Grid. Of course, it is a qualifying day and what a day it was to some amazing results, especially for Lee Holdsworth in the truck assist Mustang taking provisional pole position. We'll hear from Lee in just one sec, as well as a few of the other drivers just inside and outside the top 10. Also very shortly to join me, Richard Crowell and Mark Walker to wrap up what has been a great day too of the super cheap auto Bathurst 1000 for 2020. First of all though, before we get into the chat, let's get into the news and what an amazing effort. Lee Holdsworth in the last run, basically before the rain came, taking provisional pole position at Bathurst with a 204.02 and that is 0.01, one hundredth of a second ahead of Red Bull Holden's Shane Van Gisbergen, Scott McLaughlin in provisional third place. Let's hear from the truck assist racing driver Lee Holdsworth. Guys, still got the shootout obviously tomorrow but you know this is my first time as a provisional pole at, um, at Bathurst so We'll string it all together um, tomorrow. We'll worry about Sunday, come Sunday. But um, yeah, just stoked for truck assist racing, Tickford racing. Um, Sammy's done an awesome job, but my little mate Garoos has been so good to be with. I've just enjoyed myself. So Yeah, you're patting everyone else on the back, mate, but it was only a moment again. We were a bit worried about where your career was going to go and look what's ended up, mate. <laughs> you're in a great spot and wow, you're fast. Uh, it takes a bit of confidence and sometimes that confidence takes a little while to, to build back up, but it's certainly there now and, and I can't say enough how much Caruso has helped me with the car this weekend. So Shane Van Gisbergen upset that the rain spoiled his party. But um, that session was awesome and just looking at the times, how close everyone is, it's pretty, pretty cool. But um, well done to Lee. He's, uh, it's good to see him up there. But um, for us, we were just getting better and better and our car's getting better and better. So, yeah, really cool laps around here. We were a little bit heavy. We missed that middle run. So that's why we did those laps, trying to burn fuel. So would have been interesting to see the last run. But, um, yeah, she was pretty wet down the hill. Lee Holdsworth teammates Cam Waters, who'll start from P4, in the shootout also believes he could have probably found an extra point one or point two in his time. Oh, first of all, it's awesome for Leroy. Um, he's had a bit of a tough trot the last few rounds, so awesome to see him up there. But um, yeah, you'd have to say high three in it somewhere. Um, there's a couple of tents in even my lap that I did, and then obviously the fuel burn, and then the conditions were getting a lot colder towards the end. So um, yeah, it's going to be fast. Bit of a shame that the, the weather said no. Nick Perkett made the top ten and is pretty happy for his team at BJR, even though he thinks he could have gone better. The position sensor was broken, um, so even on my outlap then it was rolling to a stop and all bit sorts and yeah, so we're we're lucky. But you know we haven't had a good running car rate so far. We've had steering racks, we've had coils, we've had. Uh, Position sensors. I think, you know, to be honest, we're good enough to be in probably fifth or better, but unfortunate for Toddy, obviously, with the rain there. But thank God for us, I think. <laughs> Bryce Fullwell missing out on the top 10 shootout tomorrow by 0.06 of a second, six hundredths of a second. He was gutted. Oh, I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm gutted. Um, you know, we've got the speed to be in the shootout, no doubt about it. And, you know, it's just one of them things when you've got this, you know, these type of qualifying sessions, you know, you're trying to burn fuel off as the session goes on. and you know, we're just setting up for our, you know, our lap and uh, obviously rain at the top. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm gutted, I'm gutted. But, you know, at the end of the day, the story's only just... And Dave Reynolds, a surprise out. He'll start from P13 for the big race on Sunday. 
he reckons he got everything he could out of his car the way it is at the moment. Uh, no, I think I got the most out of it. Just need to find a bit of pace here and there. Uh, we made a change and I was going I was going out for the last lap. Big lap, always that last one. And yeah. uh, the rain came, so that kind of stopped us. But the rain came probably like two minutes too late. <laughs> like if it was a bit earlier, I think we would have been 10th or something. All that audio there. Thanks so much to Fox Sports and also Supercars Media. Let's get into our chat. We're there 24-7 as Australia's number one truck insurer. We're there to provide mobile plant and equipment operators with industrial strength protection. We're there to provide roadside assistance and insurance to truck owners, no matter what, no matter where. We're there to protect marine customers by providing solutions that cover their world. We're there as NTI, Australia's specialist insurer. This is On The Grid on mypodcasthouse.com. All right, time to say good day to our panel, my co-hosts for the program, Richard Crail and Mark Walker from theracetalk.com. Hello, boys. How are you? Hey, Shebex. What a cool day. What a... what a, it, it, I will roll the cliche out straight away. Good day for sport. Yeah. Wasn't good it? Good day what for a, motor racing. Yeah, what a great result in qualifying for the Super Cheap Auto Bathurst 1000. Really engaging qualifying session after some more engaging practice sessions earlier today. And uh, an effort from our mate Lee Holdsworth, I think, that we'll talk about for a while because it was a sensational lap to edge out two of the very best in the sport and to put himself on provisional pole for the great race and to lead the charge for the shootout tomorrow. What a what a cool session. Yeah, you're not wrong there, Krause. Uh, it's weird. It's the most important and also the least important qualifying <laughs> session of the year because everyone wants to get in that top 10 because you have the track to yourself. You have all the TV eyes and a very well-watched session. So the sponsors love it when you get in the top 10. But by the same token, you can be starting last and still in the game. 161 laps on Sunday is a long way. Great session. We just robbed there at the end, though. Last four minutes, uh, that would have been awesome if it uh, kept going green because I think some of those other guys might have had something to say about it. Well, were we robbed? That's the question I ask. <laughs> and the, the rain came, for those that didn't see it, the rain did start to spit for about a minute and a half, which just caused the track to be wet enough for everyone to have to abort their final laps. Uh, I reckon I reckon it was a great result, a fantastic result. Yeah, look, from a storyline point of view, we probably weren't because I think the outcome might have been Car 17 going quickest because that's what Scott McLaughlin has done for five years, if not longer, in, in this remarkable stretch he's got in supercars racing in his incredible one-lap pace. So there's a very good chance that he would have rolled Car 17 out and banged in a 3.9 or maybe a 3.8 pull the old two tenths trick and jam the thing on provisional pole. So that might've been the outcome. So I, I think from a storyline point of view, what we got was terrific. And I love the fact that it's a Tickford car, a triple eight car and a DJR team Penske car, two Mustangs and a Commodore split by 0.0792 over 6.2 Ks. It's remarkably competitive at the pointy end of the field. And the stats go on to get into the shootout. You had to do a four and a half. Um, mm. If you did a, Four five four, you're in the top ten. If you did a four five five, you're out. You missed out, like Bryce yeah. Forward did by 0. 0.01 of a second. Amazing. So it's so ferociously competitive. Um, top seventeen cars covered by a second. So remarkably close and competitive field that that we've been talking about all weekend, and we're building up to that point just to see how really feisty it is. And you know, these are the kind of splits, boys, that we see on a a bend west circuit lap, you know, a, a 72 second lap rather than two minutes and four seconds. It's hugely close. 
Yeah. I tell you what, that's awesome for Lee Holdsworth, isn't it? I mean, he is at the end of his career. He probably got a, a couple more years left as a full-time driver, but he's uh, certainly no spring chicken. He had some great form at Sydney Motorsport Park earlier in the year, and it's just gone missing a little bit. You know, he was the pick of the tick for drivers there for a stage, has sort of dropped off a little bit, uh, especially when we got to the bend. But uh, to see him bang at that time, that's awesome. Genuine emotion and awesome for our friends over at Truck Assist as well. They put yeah, so much into the yes. sport and to see them get a result and a, a Saturday back page is going to be great. Yeah, it, that's a huge story and, and one worth talking about. And they've been great supporters of ours for more than 12 months now. And we thank Chris and Katie and all the team over there for their ongoing support of TRT and On The Grid and uh, everything we do. So this is a great result as well for a, a backer of the sport. The, the Holdsworth thing's interesting. And Shebex, you can probably add more to this because you and Lee talk quite regularly. Yeah. But I reckon it's the experience factor playing off there. And, and as fast as Cam Waters has been all weekend, you look at the key moments where Lee has delivered this year. So a couple of podiums in the mixed tyre races when things were so unpredictable at Sydney Motorsport Park. He used his smarts, his race craft, that you know, 470 odd race starts he's got in supercars now. And then of course, Bathurst is the great leveler. So you can go there with all the miles and that, that actually helps you. It's one of the few tracks where having that ingrained 10, 15 plus years of knowledge can actually give you that little 1% in key crutch little moment. So he's delivered really well. And the, the struggles of that car have been well-documented over the last couple of rounds where Cam Waters has been really fast. Jack LeBrock's been quick. Um, and James Courtney has been getting better and better in the boost car and Lee's been struggling where he led the team earlier this year. So that turnaround and what they've done from an engineering side is, is very impressive. And I wonder boys, how much the Caruso role again, oh, hasn't driven exactly. much this year, but lots of experience, lots of feedback, lots of Bathurst knowledge about what makes a good race car. And I wonder if that's just helped get that car back to the front as well. No, I think you're exactly what? right there, Richard. My, my favourite one from Lee this year was in the E-Series. When that started, he was yeah. P nowhere. He was absolutely useless on the Sims. He knuckled down, put in the effort, old dog knew tricks, and by the end of it, he was really quite competitive. So uh, no surprise. Yeah, uh, do, don't discount that Caruso factor. I, I think when we looked at the most experienced setups and drivers and combinations in our, our past couple of podcasts, we maybe didn't pay the Holdsworth and Caruso duo as much homage as what we should have. Caruso's right. been over nearly 200 supercar races himself. They were teammates, of course, at GRM a few years back before Caruso went off to do uh, the Nissan thing mm. with uh, Cali Racing. So, uh, yeah, amazing. The great mates, they're just having the, the best of times. And speaking to Lee last night, he, is, he was super confident. He said that I have a car. And he said, this is going to be good. And they proved it. On top, Truck Assist Racing, provisional P1 from Shane Van Gisbergen and Scott, McLaugh Scott McLaughlin. And then it goes Tickford, Red Bull, and Shell again. Cameron Waters yeah. from Jamie Winkup and Fabian Coulthard. That's your top six. Penwright Racing, Anton Di Pasquale in seventh. Mobile One Racing uh, for Wilkinshaw, I'm oh, sorry, for Wilkinshaw United. That's Chaz Mostert. Boost Mobile Racing, James Courtney in nine. And Nick Perkat for Brad Jones Racing in 10th place. They're the guys that will fight it out tomorrow afternoon. So probably a top 10 that isn't overly surprising because you've, you've got three Tickford cars, which is a huge result for that team. And, and Mark, you asked yesterday, what Tickford have we got this weekend? And admittedly, they haven't even done half the job yet. There's still so much more to go. 
But at the very least, it's a really fast one. They are hooked up and all of their cars are quick. And we've seen Jack LeBrock and James Moffat in the super cheap car chipping away at it as well. And they're quite competitive. And, and like I said before, so Jack was 15th. It was 0.8 away from the fastest time and he missed out in the shootout by 0.3 for second. So he could have quite easily been in the mix as well. Um, Mostert in there, I think, is a great effort. And we've sort of flagged that they've been real fast all weekend. So really good racy combination. They're that kind of combo. It doesn't matter where you start. They'll be good all day. Um, and Percat getting in is really deserved, especially given the dramas that they've had with that car today. He spoke on the broadcast after the shootout about a power steering rack issue. That's the last thing you want at Mount Panorama when your steering's binding up going across the top of the hill. So for him to scrape in. And do you know what I really love, boys, was the utter disappointment that Bryce Forward had for missing out. And doesn't that show you how far he's moved on as a driver this year that as a rookie, he is gutted at missing out on the shootout. I love that. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah I've, I've given him a hot for today, uh, just yep. off the back of P2 and that final practice when it was happy hour and everyone was going absolutely nuts. So that's uh, ominous there, Walkinshaw in the ballpark. You know, there was another question mark mm-hmm. over them, like which Walkinshaw would we get? And even in the past, when they haven't qualified anywhere, they've still been strong on race day. So the fact that they're a bit further forward than they probably have been in recent times, uh, that bodes pretty well for those guys. You mentioned not too many surprises in the top 10, Richard. There's a couple of surprises, though, outside the top 10. And let's have a talk about them. First of all, we talk about Penrite Racing's Dave Reynolds, starting from 13th for the great race. And also, I'm really going to put Andre Heimgartner in uh, the Kelly Mustang there in 14th place as a surprise as well. Fantastic year and a really good Thursday and today practice-wise. I'm surprised neither of those two guys saw themselves inside. Yeah, the, the Heingartner thing's surprising for mine because if you look back at the, the racetalk.com's preview, uh, I think of our seven judges, five of them backed Andre to be in the shootout, myself included. I think both of you were in that camp as well. Yeah. Um, they they looked strong early in the weekend, but but couldn't quite string it together. Like I said, I mean, he's a position in front of Jack LeBrock, so he was three-tenths out from making the top 10. The Reynolds thing's interesting. I, I think 13th is actually a bit of a win for for Dave because they, that thing was no good for a lot of the weekend to this point. So they, they we, must we heard, have... We heard, though, just before we came on air, when I played those grabs in our little news segment, yep. Dave said he got everything he could out of the car yeah, he just—they just need to find something extra in the car. So it's—it's so it's not. They've got, to, they've got to work pretty hard over the next twenty-four hours. I would have thought. Yeah, for sure. But it, it doesn't matter about raw speed now. That now no, they build a race car. So, um, the but the fact they got a four and a half out of it's really impressive, Mark. Because yesterday they were pretty terrible. So they must have thrown a toolbox at that thing just to get it within the window to be somewhat competitive. But it's not the 2017-2018 Erebus, is it? No, uh, it's not. But it deepest Squally in the tens a good effort. Yeah. yeah, but he, he's always, I mean, he's got to improve two positions to equal his average qualifying position mm. uh, come tomorrow. So he's up there in seventh and he last two years, he's qualified fifth. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. Um, team 18 both missed out. Uh, Pie 12th and Winterbottom back there in 18th. So a bit of a shame for them. They've uh, shown glimpses, but... Uh, and that's but off the back of Mark Winterbottom signing an extra two-year extension on his contract with Team 18. Yes, and well done to Frosty for that. And and yeah. it's a big vote of confidence from from Team Charlie uh, to lock away the, the former champion as well. <laughs> you say Scott Pye's 12th. 
in an ordinary race, 100k, 120k sprint mm-hmm. race this year, he'd be third <laughs> from 12th. So he's got a thousand k's to work his way forward now. And, and Dean Fiore, six of a second off. I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's a decent. blink of the eye, isn't it? Dean Fiore's been quite solid, of course, over the weekend as well. So that's good. Um, at the other end of the uh, table, boys, we need to have a look at Matt Stone Racing because they had a, a Barry with. Uh, uh, and a blown engine for Gary Jacobson in the yellow cover car, another NTI brand. Um, and then the super lights had a, a disappointing day. And, and I had a bit of a chuckle when uh, the commentators were talking about it today, about the little mini qualifying shootout they had with Kostecki and Goddard to see who would get to qualify the car. And that just was massive risk to start with. And in the end, Brody got in the car for qualifying because he was a bit quicker than Goddard and ended up fencing it. And his time to get in the races at 2.15.1. So 25th and last, a pretty, and, pretty average day. And Brody had a tough year last year with a couple of fencings as well. So uh, uh, Jake, uh, I should say. Jake, yeah. yes, exactly. Jake, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hasn't really agreed with him up there. Uh, Jadno Jada too. He had the toughest day ever. He had identical shunts in both of his cars at the cutting had a couple offs in the uh, chase as well in either car. So uh, I think old Jaden's just going to slow down a bit to go a bit faster in that one. Could Jaden be the first person to go around Mount Panorama faster in a super two than a supercar? No, I don't think he is. No, I uh, see so quite seriously. I don't think he is. I, I <laughs> no, think well, like, happened yeah, before. <laughs> you go back uh, LeBrock when he was in the super two, like he's still got the track record in his yeah. Nissan, mm. uh, which was down in the fives. Mm. fantastic so a good day overall excitement again right through to the end as we said the last couple of minutes just called off due to rain which just added to the excitement i don't know if i've ever heard mark scaife so disappointed (laughs) in his commentary career he was gutted well i mean understandable because it was it would have been fantastic um but i find very few very few reasons to be disgruntled with what we were served because I, I thought it was brilliant from the the suspense that that red flag offered just another 15 minutes of sitting around going, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? That was terrific. The, and the Bathurst weather game, it, it's brilliant, isn't it? Every year, it just, oh, what's it going to do? And then then it starts raining. So that was cool. Um, boys, one thing I wanted to point out as well in, in this money and conscious time that we're in and we're in recession officially, apparently, and all these dramas, no one's spending any cash. A bit of efficiency that was noted in the broadcast today from our great mates at Supercars Media who do a terrific job was the intro. And they rolled it out just before qualifying. And you're like, hang on a minute, this is just last year's. But, and it was, and that's fine because last year's Bathurst intro was one of the all-time greats. Yes. And check out our story on TRT about that that we ran yesterday morning. Um, but then at the end... Host dressed in the same gear that he did the other pieces to camera in 12 months ago, walking down pit straight, but with the current drivers. So they reshot the last little piece to camera with the current drivers, current race suits. Chaz with his blue hair is what gave it away. Um, Really nicely done. And a a great way of making really good quality TV without spending five figures on a five and a half minute intro package to the broadcast, which is what last year's cost. So really good really good bit of work from supercars media and the broadcast I thought today was really good and the place looks and sounds and and comes up on TV as well as it ever has. Yeah, exactly. Just before we go from each of you and myself, the one thing that could happen tomorrow that everyone will go, Oh, you're kidding. Well, it's going to rain in the shootout. That's That's exactly what I was going to say. (laughs) Mostert gets pole position for Sunday due to the fact that he got a dry track and it rained 
after position number seven or something. Well, it'll be Percat, won't it? And Nick flagged yeah. that in an interview straight after the shootout. He said, oh, hopefully it, it doesn't rain so much for me. And then it gets harder as it goes on. But um, it's just as like, likely to dry out. So, But I think that'll be the, the downside. But there's, there's nothing saying we couldn't have a wet shootout. Do you remember when Wayne Gardner got pole position in a poor Tickford racing yeah, car in a wet shootout? Yeah. Wayne Gardner on pole at Bathurst. That's just a... 2015, 2015, a bucket of down as well. Yes. Was anyone, were you sitting with me in the chase that day or was I, I sitting no, by myself? I, I was not. I think I had a Porsche race just before that. So oh. I, I missed that. I reckon you were out there. And I, I reckon you're right because I reckon I might have been doing the shootout on SEN with uh, Jack Perkins. I reckon you're probably right, yeah. Chibex. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. No, I've, I've not done a wet shootout on the, on the chase. Contractually not obliged to do that. So um, I'm a fair weather attendee. Time for me to go and have a Ned and go support the mighty Tigers. Boo. No, actually. You can't barrack for Port Adelaide. No, you're right. I can't. But I can't barrack for your team either. (laughs) Sport, no sport wins tonight. Sport won today, Shebex. It did. Tonight doesn't happen. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, folks. We'll catch you again tomorrow, our post shootout. And then, of course, a big day on Sunday as well. Hot to knots coming up on the race talk. Very shortly, be there in the next hour or so, and uh, or maybe even now by the time I get this yes, up, <laughs> it will be. <laughs> Catch you tomorrow. Thanks, guys.